Hey everybody, welcome to Disney News Weekly. Today we're going to be talking about, well, what do we got? We got Kim Possible News, we've got Dumbo News, and we've got an Infinity Ward discussion. Hold on to your hats. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Disney Movie News. You need to be more centered. I am centered on that camera. Girl. You weren't in this whole I'm intro. Right here. Leo, Look. you seem so tired. I am tired. I'm jet lagged. That's why I don't bother combing my hair. What's up, everybody? Welcome <laughs> to Disney News Weekly, the show where we talk about Disney News Weekly. Uh, I'm Leo Camacho, and I'm jet lagged because we just got back from Tokyo, Japan, and all the Disney parks, which we'll we'll also touch upon a little bit today at the end of the show. But uh, we've got a lot of news to get through first because we what, how many two weeks. Are we two weeks with no, no show? Just one. Just one week. I did it with oh, That's right. Yeah. You guys did a show without me. That's right. Um, but yeah, we've got a lot of cool stuff to catch up on. Infinity War came out over the weekend. So uh, we will be discussing that. And I, it looks like you guys, more of you in the chat, I asked before the show, more of you want us to have a spoiler-filled review as opposed to a non-spoiler review. So we'll do it at the end of the show so you can listen to the whole show and then we'll let you know when we're about to spoil things. Uh, but yeah, before we do all of that, make sure you subscribe to The Popcorn Talk. And make sure you subscribe to them on YouTube, Popcorn Talk, and on Twitter at The Popcorn Talk. Sarah, what's up? Nothing. Sorry, I was just like, did you get that right? Popcorn Talk Network. Popcorn Talk Network. Yeah, I, I was sorry. At the popcorn. He's jet lag, yeah, guys. The, at, at the popcorn talk and subscribe to them. Popcorn talk. Well, you don't have to type in network. You just have to type in popcorn talk. Right. on YouTube. It's, it's true. He's not wrong. It's okay. It's a team effort today, guys. What's Welcome up? back. Thanks. <laughs> Sarah came back from Japan with some attitude. Clearly. <laughs> She just had to match yours, Leo. That's impossible. Leo, why don't you just read a book, okay? Listen, why don't you just read a book? book. The best comeback of all time. What's up? What's up? You like my swag? I mean, this shirt, I can't look at it. It makes me feel like I'm tripping out. It's got Donald on it. Oh, I didn't even realize it was Donald. Yeah. All the shirts in Japan are crazy. They're awesome. I I want that shirt under a black light. I feel like it would do psychedelic things. So my favorite thing about Japan is that every time I bought, like, I was like, oh, I want to wear this, like, as a dress. And so I got a large, and when I went to check out, they were like, you sure you want a large? Like, they just, like, don't agree with people missizing themselves. Uh, yeah, Sarah is wearing monster horns, because in Japan they have these cool headbands <laughs> that are all themed, and uh, one of them is Sully from Monsters, Inc., and that's the one she chose to wear today, but they have many, and she actually did a haul video. I did. So uh, it's we just filmed it today, so she will have it up on her channel soon. Yeah. Make sure you check that out. And I'll have a bunch of vlogs from Japan as well, uh, both from the city and from the parks. You'll get a little bit of both. It's going to be oh, a good wow. time. Wow. Mm-hmm. Why are you? Way down and there. And I didn't go to Japan. <laughs> fine. Sorry about it. It's fine. It's fine. Did you live through our stories? I did. I, I like, lived for... I, I just was always trying to figure out what time you guys were on oh, yeah. when I would watch your stories. Oh, yeah. We were trying to figure that out, I was too. like, wait, what? Like... What day is it, and what time is it right now for them? And I mean, I was I came back completely backwards. I mean, I, I kept thinking I was a day ahead because I left at three in the afternoon on Sunday, and I arrived at eight thirty in the morning on Sunday. Back so in I gained time. a whole day. He's the doctor. We lost a whole day. Doctor Kien. Yeah, we lost a whole day, but um, it was a fun trip. A lot of stuff. If you guys go to our Instagrams, um, we made. Uh, highlights. highlights of our trips. Um, so there's Disney highlights specifically for the parks. She separated by park. I did both parks and then just Japan. If you want to see some of the cool stuff they got down there, go to our Instagrams at Mr. Leo Zombie at Sarah, Sarah G. G. Sterling. Sterling. Um, but yeah, let's get into the news because a lot of stuff has happened since we've news. been gone. Lots First up, news. news. First up, we've got some new imagery. First imagery of Eeyore, Piglet, and Tigger. 
from the Christopher Robin movie. Uh, They're looking, real. Looking They're so stylish. cute. Looking stylish. Oh my goodness. Now, now, uh, is everyone else seeing them like just regular stuffed animals and in his mind they're like talking and moving and breathing? I, I feel like it's like Paddington. Have like you guys seen real. Paddington? No, like, no. Like Paddington's like a real, like a bear. People know he's a bear, but no, it doesn't like, they don't no, question nobody it. questions that this bear is walking and yeah, talking. But look at the way like Pooh is slouched and it looks like, a, he just looks like a toy. He doesn't look like, he, he kind of looks like he's sunbathing. But like he looks like a toy that was positioned there. So I'm wondering if we're supposed to, if it's supposed to be that to everybody they're toys except for Christopher Robin, who just carries who's who an adult real. who carries these things around. Yeah, isn't that a isn't there a movie like that where someone like sees it something Toy Story? <laughs> no, because only the toys no, see each yeah. other. Um, uh, I feel like there's got to be something like that where someone like has an imaginary friend that talks to them, but everyone else just sees it as a toy or something. I'm sure. Come on, there chat. Is. Come yeah, on through chat, for me. Chat, the Velveteen us. Rabbit. What? Is that, what? Is that, that was works? a that was a book. I don't think it works that way. And they made it into a little story, didn't they? I don't know. Um, I, I think I think it would be more interesting if like, I like the little like, scarf. I like oh, the little Eeyore. scarf. Uh, no, but they look cool. I mean, they just look like merch that you're going to be able to buy at Disneyland. Oh my God! They're like, how can we? You think money, money, money? <laughs> you think we're going to be able to buy those exact toys? No. No. I don't think this movie is going to get commercially popular. Yeah, but do you think like Disney will release a line of? Toy. Like just those, like plushies. maybe at the El Capitan. You think so? Mm-hmm. You don't think like the Disney Store will have them for like a couple months? Maybe. Yeah, I think they will. But this is, uh, yeah. they're very classic. I mean, it's the classic, yeah. the, original, the original Calvin and Hobbes. OGs. Calvin and Hobbes. Uh, he's except, a toy. Oh yeah, he's a toy. Everyone else sees him as a stuffed tiger. Yeah. Good call on that one. Who came through with that? Elizabeth, Elizabeth Garcia. Garcia. Mel Gibson's the Beaver. Um, that's true. Also, wasn't there like a? That up, but I thought it was too dark. It is dark. Why don't you go read a book? Yeah, why don't you go read a book or something? Uh, um, <laughs> you say I am. <laughs> He's like, I'm reading one right now. Um, well, there was also a show like that, right? With a rabbit in the basement, and they like go down and like hang out with the rabbit. Oh, do you know the Elijah Wood show yeah, with the, the dog? Oh, the dog. The, yeah. That he sees the dog but as that's like a human that talks. No, it's like other people see it as like an actual, as a dog. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. I wonder, I, what would you prefer? Would you prefer the whole world just acknowledges that they're walking, talking animals? Because when he sees them, he goes, poo, remember? And he's like shocked. Yeah. I, so I'm wondering if it's like his imagination coming kind of back to life. I love Paddington, and I love the way that was done. <laughs> so if it's anything like Paddington or Paddington Wilfred, thank too. you. Super Yes, Halo. Wilfred, yes. Uh, I said it twice. Listen. There are plenty of books in the world. Go read. <laughs> Wishbone. Yes, Wishbone is Guys, kind of. we got to explain the, the book thing. Or no, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. Continue <laughs> with your story. That was it. Okay, cool. So I that's it. For her. That's all we got. Um, what'd you say? Nothing. You said, am I excited for her? No. Okay. I wasn't um, the one telling a story is what I meant. Okay, great. She was telling a story. <laughs> and I was I'm like, done. it's done. <laughs> we got our first look at live action People are mad. People are so mad for no reason. Look at Damir's, though. He's so cute. So what are people mad about, Sarah? People are like, he's weird looking. What? He's Um, adorable. He looks like an elephant. First of all, he's supposed to be weird looking. That's literally the plot of the movie. (laughs) A. Uh, Number two, it's a literal interpretation of the way Dumbo is drawn, like even the shape of his head. Yeah, I saw this like whole like Twitter thread where it's like... When you start giving too much texture to like a thing, it like enters the uncanny valley. I don't know. I feel like I'm pre- I'm a pretty big expert on the uncanny valley. <laughs> no, you're just afraid of it. That's a different. <laughs> Everyone is, and so I don't know. I think he's cute. Merch. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's that weird. I don't understand why people, everybody says everything's weird. You can't, I mean, you, the loudest people on the internet are, are the haters. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyways, that's it. We got the first image of live action Dumbo. Uh, he looks exactly as I anticipated, but it's cool to see it, I guess. Uh, but we had already seen it. We, we saw a maquette of him at D23. Yeah. Which I feel like has been online for a while. Like I just Googled it. He's there. Well, I mean, everyone watching this show is ahead of the curve. So. I think this movie is going to be scary. Yeah, it's Tim Burton. Yeah, I think it's going to really freak me out. What was it? Uh, someone um, someone in our Facebook was saying like, ah, I hate that Tim Burton's directing it. It's going to be dark and, and twisted. I'm like, have you seen the original? Yeah, the original's <laughs> Dark, twisted, twisted, and racist. It's insanely, <laughs> it is a effed up movie, dude. Like, we just watched it the other night, and I forgot how bad. Look, let's tuck the racism aside for now. Let's just, let's leave that out of the argument, because that obviously trumps everything. Get it? Trumps. Um, but the real thing here, it's a movie about a group of elephants that first is making fun, like they feel bad and, and sort of alienate another elephant who can't have kids. And then when she has a kid, they're happy for her for a second because she's normal until the kid is kind of weird looking. Nothing wrong with him, by the way, just kind of weird looking. And instantly she is just a, a social pariah. We cannot, we can't even face you. Look at our butts because your, your <laughs> child is, has big ears. Can you? That is like, like the weirdest Rudolph. premise. It's like Rudolph. It's worse than that. I but mean, they only ostracize Rudolph. They don't. Ostracize oh, you're ugly. The whole family. We're gonna. We're just not not gonna talk to you or your family ever again because you, your ears are a little bit big. Like that is the weirdest premise. Like that just shows you like the state of mind that society are was really in. Simple. If you weren't normal looking. You're clearly an alien from the dimension that we shouldn't talk about. Like, it's like, it was horrible. And then on top of that, it's like animal abuse. Oh my God, it's terrible. Like, the way they treat Dumbo and the way the clowns, like, the scenes with the clowns, like, changing behind the tents are so weird. The way they talk about them is just, like, very, I don't know. There's just, there's this lack of humanity. And I get it. That's, like, kind of the point. It's like, humans can be the least human people of all. But, but, uh, yeah, no, it's persistent. It never lightens up. The movie never has a moment where you're like, Dumbo wins. <laughs> oh my god! And then the song—that one song about this mom or whatever—that just makes Baby me. Mine. Oh my god! I cry every time. I feel like if I just like was walking around Disney and I started hearing like just like the melody of that, I'd just lose it. Just from as a child, always crying during that part. Max Mora, all it takes is realizing that Dumbo's name isn't actually Dumbo. It's Jumbo Junior. Wait, so the movie is named after his make fun of him name? Savage. That's the name. The name of the movie is a joke. Like, Savage. it's so cruel. What a... Damn. Where's Jumbo Senior? Do you think this movie will have that same tone, or do you think they're going to change the story to no, actually give it one? it's going to be sad as heck. I hope. I hope. I hope it's, it's Michael sad. Keaton. <laughs> Anything Michael Keaton is in, I feel I, like I watched Birdman uh, on the way to Japan. Oh, you didn't ever seen it? I had never seen Were it. Were you like, am I actually, watching Spider-Man? Actually, I watched Spider-Man? it on the way to, on the way to Boston. Uh, it's, it's, it's different than that, yeah, right? No, it's it's like different. It's really more about the life of an actor instead of a superhero, but you're right. It was very like psychologically dark and twisted. How it's just, cool is it that it's all like one shot? That was really Isn't neat. Really neat That's really neat. That? The stitch yeah. together mm-hmm. movie is really cool. Um, hopefully great Dumbo casting. has that. Um, great casting. Uh, yeah, anyways, Dumbo, dark movie. Part two, we'll see. Uh, let's see. Next up, let's move things to a lighter area. Kim Possible. We got some <laughs> Guys, casting news. I didn't get cast. I'm upset about it, but I'm not 16. Um, so, I know. have, uh, I, I'm under NDA right now about this movie, so. Oh. I'm just kidding. I was, I was, I was not cast. <laughs> so Sadie Stanley. Not enough of you tweeted at the director of the movie to cast me. Excuse me. <sighs> Sadie Stanley. 
playing Kim. She's Sean Jumbroni. What is she from? What is she from? <laughs> um, she's from the Goldbergs. Nope. No, he nope. Is. He's, he's from the Goldbergs. Goldbergs. She's a newcomer. She's adorable. She's fresh on the scene. She's Kim Possible. You go, girl. Let me ask you. Look at her. Does she look like a like a, a Kim who's not who's quite possible? Do you think they're gonna dye her hair red? Yeah, well, for sure. Yeah. And she's gonna have that big swoopy bang. Do you think? Hold on. Gonna... Let me like let me like block out her hair. He's such a good Ron. Yeah, he's perfect for yeah, Ron. He's great. Do you think they're going to uh, teach her what a beeper is? No, it's not gonna be. A it's beeper. gonna be. Like, <laughs> it's gonna be like call me, text me if you wanna. Reach me. I, was like, I wasn't gonna I, say it. nothing rhymes with text. It's <laughs> a T. That kid is eighteen. That kid is eighteen. That kid's eighteen. Jabroni. It's like in the Lizzie McGuire show. Uh, the guy who played um, Gordo. Gordo was like thirty years old. Wait, wait, wait. She got today. Animation Geek is saying she got her first role ever on her first audition ever. Yeah, which was Kim Possible. I, I figured. Leo's like Leo's so jealous. <laughs> I'm like, what? That is unheard of. She knew somebody. No, she doesn't have to know. Kim is not thick, Allison Scott, in the chat. Have you seen her waistline? Her pants are literally falling off. Come on. What? Someone said, <laughs> true. Wait, what? <laughs> Someone in the chat said, she's cute, but Kim is thick. Kim Possible's not thick. She's the opposite. Okay, she's I, not thick. Kim Possible I was, is thick. Okay. Wait, she's what? saying that the actress is cute, but the character of Kim Possible is thick, saying like, that she's no, not thick. No, there is no calling a 16 year anybody. No, she's not th- saying okay, that okay, she's okay, thick. Okay. First, of all, first of all, everyone who uses the term thick is using it as a compliment. <laughs> I know, but I she's know not thick. Is. She's, she's thick. <laughs> I, yeah, I, no, I wouldn't call her thick. I'm trying to even find a photo of her. Like Her pants are just baggy. Yeah, she's, she's got some, she got those cargo pants on. Yeah. They're just referencing her like waist to hips ratio. Well, yeah, but she's got no waist, and she's athletically her pants built. are extra, extra, extra she's a large. Cheerleader, yo, this is not thick. That's not thick. No, that's look at this. This is thick. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's some DVR fan art right there. Too much, um, Jimbroni, man. Jumbroni. Um, it's going to go into production this summer and it's going to come out in 2019. We don't even have to wait that long because it's a DCOM. Do you think they're going to do. <laughs> do you think they're. Oh, it's a DCOM. It's not even in theaters. Of course it's not in theaters. I but mean, I'm going to say it will could be do well. released in theaters like High School like Musical. Like High School Musical. Do you think they're going to give her a darker shade of lipstick on the top lip? No. They're not going to do it like cosplayers. You think do they're going to they're going to Kylie Jenner those lips and fill them out? No, they're not. No. No. God. Don't talk about a 16 year old. How do you go read a book? I didn't talk. Leo? I didn't just like, Kylie Jenner did book. it. Yeah, not when it's she was not 16. Like, well, she was like 17. I can't wait. All I'm saying is, are they going to do that? Oh my God. She has a YouTube channel and you can see her auditioning with the outfit. Animation no way. Geek. Please put that link in the chat. Yeah, put the link in the chat. Please, yeah, please put the link in the chat. Uh, thank you so much, Animation Geek. Oh yeah, the, 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 the rat. Is it going to be CGI? <laughs> is they going to have a budget for that? Or is he just going to like own uh, Megan? I wish it would just be like a hairless cat and then call Tiff and borrow her cat. Oh. <laughs> Jeez, that's real. That's real. Um, let's see. Anything else about this movie so far? No, nothing else. No, Leo's playing Monkey Fist. I'm playing Monkey Fist in the movie. I'm just, guys, everybody tweet at the director and be like, hey, look, just have him in the background of one of the shots. As Monkey thing. Fist. He didn't get Blue's Clues, but he got Monkey Fist. Yeah, and then, so. and then, and then, and then Nick can just like, I'll be, a, you know, I'll just promote it on social media. I don't even have to have a line. Just I want Leo to play Senior Junior Junior. Everybody said, who, what does he look like? Senior Junior Junior. What does, he, does he look like me? No. Oh. I, I, wanna, I, I do look play like Monkey Fist. Shigo. <laughs> He's just his. I'm friend. just asking for a background character, okay? <laughs> Senior Junior. 
senior, senior, junior, junior. Oh, um, no, I'm not, I'm not mocha enough for that role. No, you're not. What, does he date Cam? Who, who that? You know, they're villains. But he loves her. That's Bonnie, the cheerleader. Bonnie. Ew, what the heck is this? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Put it away. Yeah. I would have nightmares. Oh, shoot. That's from, that's from uh, Truth or Dare. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, okay. <laughs> Leo always jokes. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's true. So, so Allison is pointing out that I always joke about getting parts in movies and everyone thinks I'm serious, which is like, honestly, it's quite flattering that people think I'm capable. But I... I made a obviously fake Photoshop about the movie Truth or Dare, where I like used the the, the liquify filter in Photoshop and like cartoonishly stretched my features out, and then I thought it was like yeah, and then like I pushed like my eyebrows down and I made like a dumb face that was clearly a Photoshop filter, and then I posted it and told everybody it was a shot from the movie set and that I got cast in Truth or Dare, and the amount of people that believed me. Not just like random people that follow me on the internet. The amount of friends that texted me to congratulate me was embarrassingly high. Like, I'm like, guys, this is like clearly a joke. There's no way this is a shot from the movie set. Anyway, uh, but uh, Monkey Fist is real. Next up, we've got Disney considering Brie Larson for Rose Red. She's, I mean, ca- I mean, Captain Marvel's not even out and she's already snagging another role. Disney's they, Golden they've Girl. They've not chosen her yet, y'all. She, they're considering, they're considering her. her. What does that even mean? I, they're just like, ooh, what a Should we Brie hold Larson. all dish auditions or should we just cast Brie Larson? Yeah. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna hold some auditions. I wonder I wonder in, in cases like that where it's gonna be like a tentpole film from a major movie company, if uh, they just have a handful of major celebrities that they reach out to and don't cast the main roles and then maybe some auditions for secondary roles like you know side characters or you know like the king of the kingdom like they probably don't just you know what i mean like you don't go hey man affleck listen we have a king role or maybe do do they like how much of it is an opening is an open casting situation and how how much of it is this a studio banking on big stars to make money you know? rose red is a grimm's fairy tale character that doesn't really have a lot of relation to snow white but like in other versions she's like snow white's sister mm-hmm this movie is going to be set after Snow White takes a bite of the apple, and then Rose Red is like, we gotta save her, and has her own adventure trying to save Snow White. Well, That's kind of interesting. With the dwarves and the yeah. prince and you, the witch. We can barely hear you, dude. I can't what? hear you, man. Oh, no. There you are. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. And she just fails at the end? Yes. She just failed. She's yeah. like, oh, you figured Almost it out. made it. She's the one who goes, well, I might as well put her in a glass coffin. This <laughs> <laughs> is like, can you just put her in there for now? Just clean her up. Yeah, she should have read the book. Yeah, should she would have, have known read how it ended. The book. Um, are think... you excited about her as Captain Marvel? Oh my yeah. God, yes. What 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 uh, what else has she done? Um, she was in a decom. decom. Oh, yeah. I guess Oscar winning Room, I believe. Yeah, she was in Room. Oh, that's yeah. Right, room. She yeah. she won an Oscar. She did. No one remembers. Uh, yeah, because everybody equates it with the Room. Yeah, was she? Yeah, exactly. You oh, she was room. in Kong. Oh, that's Kong. what I was thinking. Yeah, Skull she was actually she was actually in that. She was in Skull Island. Also Free Fire, which I thought was a great film. Wait, which Free Fire? I have not seen that. She was um, in Twenty One Jump Street. Oh, we love that movie. Yeah, she was. Um, okay, she's, she's got lot. some action chops. We'll see. We'll see Whoa. how this goes. What was the decom? She called? was a she was a pop sensation similar to Avril Lavigne, but her music career never really took off. Wait, yeah, wait, she really? Did try it yes, first, you yeah. can like look up videos of her like her old music videos, and she's like oh, very she really punk, tried. Like, yes, I know. Oh yeah, she was in Scott Pilgrim as the girlfriend singer. The girlfriend. Oh, that was her. Yeah. Oh, oh. my gosh! Wow, unrecognizable. She's a good actress. All right. 
let's give it a shot. See what she's got. I like her. Yeah. I think I, I just I just like see her as petite though. Isn't she like very very petite? Very girl. small. Yeah, I mean like definitely. yeah, you see but Oh but just like so I'm just wondering how it's Captain Marvel? Well it's just like just an interesting juxtaposition to people like Chris Hemsworth, who's just like a mountain no, of a Brie man. No, Brie Larson is 5'7". Really oh, that's right. And they did make her look action and big. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson, like, I've seen, like, her, co- she's so tiny. Mm. She's but like, she doesn't, she's but only, what she, I mean is she doesn't. Scarlett Johansson's 5'3". She doesn't yeah. come off as, like, like childishly little in the movies. You know what I'm saying? Like, she looks they, like. They put her on stilts, and a lot of those men are short. But that's what I'm saying. Like, they found a way to make her seem, like, larger than life. You know, movie magic. I know. That's. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know. See, I'm sure they probably have more had more trouble with somebody like Brie Larson if they put her in, in any type of heels or anything, right. acting alongside other superhero guys right. that are probably either the same height or shorter than her. Uh, how tall is she? Is she tall? She's five, five seven. Yeah. Okay, so that's pretty good. Because, um, so like, like I, all I mean by that is that like when you look at movies and you look, a perfect example is Tom Holland. He's not a big guy, but when you put a guy, it makes him being in that movie makes him seem even younger than he actually is because he's so much more boyish than every other bearded, muscle bound dude in that movie, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, well, is she supposed to be like 16 years old if she's going to be very little on screen, or is she going to be like? It's so funny, like Scarlett Johansson, who comes off as like this war, like warrior woman. You know people I mean? were like, she's too old to play Rose Red. Are you talking about Captain Marvel? Yeah, I'm talking about Captain Marvel. I was like, but we can go back. And to Rose Red, it's like anything goes because we don't have any. Rose Red could be an older sister yeah. to Snow White. Like, right. step off. Anyway. Like freaking what? Emma Emma Watson played Belle, and Belle's supposed to be what eighteen, and Emma Watson's like what twenty mm. seven. Yeah, yeah, and she did. You know, I was thinking. I'm thinking about Kong now. Like, she looked pretty badass in Kong. I never saw Kong. Yeah. So. Uh, you're not missing out. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't it's, think I was. It's not the great. It's fun. I enjoy, yeah, it's fun. Um, I just think Samuel Jackson's character ruined that movie for me. Anyway, um, yeah. Anyway, so that's good. Oh, and she was with Tom Hiddleston in that movie, so we know what she looks like with Loki. Boom. Well, look. Hey, hey, you, you shut up. You shut up your face, okay? Oh, it's not spoiler time, okay? You better, you better watch your mouth. Uh, moving on. Uh, are you excited about Rose Red? By the way. You don't know that you're not a live action hype person. No, but I also am like, I don't know. Will, will, will we go see it in theater? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, moving on. Helen Mirren and Danny DeVito join one and only Ivan. Sarah, tell us a little bit about that because I don't know anything. One and only Ivan is based on a book about a silverback gorilla named Ivan who maybe, lives in a maybe if I read shopping a book. mall. Maybe if you read a book, you would know. He lives in a cage in a shopping mall with an elephant named Stella. Voiced by Angelina Jolie. Is this, and a is stray the elephant, dog. Is the elephant CGI? They're all going to be CGI. That's weird already then. Stray dog called Bob. Um, Ivan doesn't remember life before living in the mall. But then this little baby elephant comes and uh, Ivan takes care of her. And he rediscovers uh, his previous life. He remembers his life before the mall. Really? He just like reconnects with his memories? Yeah. Was he traumatized or something? Because he lives in a mall. Yeah. Because he's in a cage in a mall. How old was he when he went to the mall? We don't know. I'd be traumatized if I was in a cage I mean, it's just like hard to forget. I mean, if I lived in the jungle and then suddenly... Dude, Pasta forgets how that we exist we, after we, five days. Yeah, but she's not a fictional elephant that, or gorilla that hangs out with an elephant in a mall in a storybook with children. She's an actual animal. Yeah, those are actual animals. They're basing it on they're actual basing animals. On, they're, are, are based on a true story of Ivan the gorilla and Angelina the <laughs> anyway, elephant. Anyway, Helen Mirren and Danny DeVito are going to be voices, but they don't. We don't know who yet. And Guys, the movie started production this week. I Bamboo seven two four nine eight. I loved Mighty Joe Young. I thought the, that movie was the great. con we deserved. 
Yeah, seriously. <laughs> or slash also Rampage we deserve. Um, like. Yeah, Rampage. That's, and I have thoughts on that because um, I actually played the game Rampage and I own it. So I, have I assume it's nothing like the game because I used to play the game. Too I mean, there are there's going to be nods to it, you know, like in the commercial you already seen. Anyway, so we'll move on because that's anyway. not Disney. Uh, but The Rock is kind of Disney, so yeah, The Rock is owned by Disney at this point. Uh, well, only Jungle Cruise, right? Has he been in anything else? Moana, make where, make where, da 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 da. Um, but yeah, no other news on one and only Ivan other than what Sarah just said. Where did Pasta stay, guys? With Leo's parents. parents. I thought he said, because when you did the video of when you picked her up. Yeah, they were, they were. I could hear your dad. So sad to see her leave. They grew very attached. I think they love her more than me. Anyway, um, can't blame them. Incredibles 2 international trailer, which we saw for the first time in Japan. And yeah, we, were we like, saw it and we oh, were hey, like, look, what the heck is new this? trailer. We were like, what the heck is this trailer? We were like, this is like, and this is the exact one we saw. It's in Japanese. It is in Japanese. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it shows a lot of stuff I hadn't seen before. A lot of stuff. Patrick leaned over after and said, um, did we just watch the movie? He goes, oh! That means let's go. Incredible one. <laughs> Mama. Violet. Oh. Dash. They're going on a mission, is what he said. God, Leo speaks Japanese now. Yeah. This movie's coming out so soon. I know. Did Solo come I mean, out soon? I feel like I don't need to see it anymore though because I'm watching this trailer. I know this trailer reveals a lot. That's probably why we didn't get here in the states because they knew we wouldn't like it. But I think international audiences like having a lot more of the movie revealed before they decide to go see it. No. No, no. It's a trailer. Disney put it put it out. You know. Dude, right? I love I love Japanese voice acting. But that's because I like anime. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a lot. This is, I, it's, it's still, still going. going. <laughs> yeah. Really, get and out Jack of time. Jack gets lit, literally. Incredible <laughs> family. <laughs> <laughs> Man, um, the Big Hero Six was basically a summary of the movie as well. Yeah, Medi, you're right. Uh, yeah, uh, it's just a thing with international. Like so that's people. why, like, if you watch any, if anybody watches anime uh, before the episode and after the episode, they basically explain everything that's going to happen in like the next episode, so that you watch because you want to see it unfold. Because mm-hmm. it's not about knowing the plot; it's about seeing how the plot works. And so that's kind of more. That's the philosophy. That's why everybody knows the next time on Dragon Ball Z. You know, like, there's always a preview. Anyway, sorry. Everyone's like, I stopped watching it. Um, So, like, there's these toys that came out that are just, like, Jack-Jack and a raccoon. And so many people on Twitter were like, why is there a raccoon? Like, Uh, what goes down in this movie? He's a superhero. And it just makes me think of D23 because we know that he fights a raccoon. But... um, 
It's just funny. I was thinking a lot about D23 because there's a period of time when it's early enough in the production of a movie that people want to know spoilers. But then once you get close to the movie, spoilers are no longer acceptable. Mm-hmm. People don't want spoilers. They want information. I think that's a big difference because they don't want right. to know what the story is about. They don't want to know what happens to characters, but they do want to know what characters look like in the new movies. Right. They want to know who's in the new movies and, and who voices things. And who voices or things. Play, right. Like, yeah. yeah. So, like, they want incredible. to know information about the, peop- the characters in the movie, but they don't want to know anything about the plot. With Incredibles, it's like less of a thing. But I was thinking about, and I won't say any spoilers, I was thinking about Infinity War because when they were showing clips of Infinity War, I was live tweeting every single thing I saw. But then now that it's out, a lot of people are like, I don't want to know if such and such character shows up. I don't want to know which characters interact. And I'm like, there was a time when no one gave me a flag for tweeting out all that stuff. Right. If it's early enough, people are like, no way. Yeah. And then as you get closer, they're like, I don't want to know. Yeah. It's true. It's very bizarre. It's a phenomenon that we struggle with here, especially with the media. But I will say that the number one uh, ruiner slash spoiler of any movie is toys. Right. That's toys. what everyone's saying. Oh, are they? The toys spoil the villain mm-hmm. of Incredibles. Lego oh. sets. Lego. Lego sets. Lego is the number, the number one criminal. One criminal. <laughs> Legos ruin it. Also, uh, uh, video games can be the culprit a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like, cause like video games come out months before the movie so that like kids get hyped. But the video games are often about the plots of the movie. Mm-hmm. So you'll like already know who the villains are, some of the side characters. That's a really common thing, especially in superhero movies. Also books. Sometimes they release oh, those, the novelizations. Like, those novelizations of things. Yeah, yeah. So, so why don't you just go read a book? It's, it's interesting because they release that stuff to hype you up for the movie, but they ruin the movie with all of those things. It's a, weird mm, thing. it's a vicious weird. cycle. They all um, love that merch. Yeah. Oh, they spoiled the villain for Solo? Well, don't tell me because I haven't been spoiled. Um, oh, they spoiled the villain for Solo? Apparently. Apparently. With the Lego sets? Oh, with the Lego sets? Oh, probably. I mean, I don't really care, but... Do I watch... Lindsay's asking if I watch Star Wars trailers. I do because um, I kind of don't care about spoilers in Star Wars, if that makes any sense. Especially a prequel. Yeah, the prequel stuff, like, I'm like, I don't care. Like, you know I'm, I'm going to go see it regardless. Um, I know that it's like, oh, don't you want to enjoy the movie? I do. But there's something about Star Wars that doesn't quite grip me. Like, I don't like watching, I like watching all the trailers for Avengers stuff because even if I'm spoiled, I still want, I know there's so much more to the movie than whatever I'm going to get out of the trailer. But with, with the Star Wars movies, they could literally tell me the plot and I wouldn't care. Like, there's something, I don't know, Star Wars doesn't quite have that same gravity for me that, like, the Marvel movies do. Because I feel like Marvel has built a universe in which you are deeply attached to what happens to every single character. Star Wars is just kind of all over the place. And I know that um, the new trilogy did that with uh, The Force Awakens. But The Last Jedi, I mean, I was excited. I'm like, I don't care. Everybody's going to grow. It's going to be crazy. And then The Last Jedi just went so off the rails for me that now I kind of... Like, I, I'm not dying to know what happens in the next installment of Star Wars. I'm just like, okay, um, I'm going to watch the next movie, whatever it is. But I'm dying to know what happens in the next Infinity War. Like, mm-hmm. like what are they going to do? You know, it left it on a cliffhanger where Star Wars is just like, this movie's over. Bye. See you next time. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a weird phenomenon, especially considering how much I love Star Wars. But I just don't care about Star Wars spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because, like, there's so much stuff in the expanded universe. You just know it's going to be affiliated with it to some degree. So, uh, anyway. Leo is a Star Wars trader confirmed. Um, excuse me? That, that's Ryan Johnson. 
Oh, low blows. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shots fired. Um, let's see what else we got. Oh, you guys want to talk about Infinity War? <gasps> Do you want to like you. talk about Japan? Let's talk first. about Japan first. Let's talk about Japan first. First of all, if you guys have any questions in the chat room, uh, Sarah and I give you a little bit of context. We just spent the last week at the, at the Tokyo Disney Resorts. We went to Disney Sea and uh, Tokyo Disneyland. We were there for four days. Um, we also did all of the downtown Disney stuff, all of that good junk. So if you have any questions about anything, go ahead and type them in the chat, and we will gladly answer them now. But Sarah, why don't you kick this one off? I'm just like, I have so much fatigue about this topic. We just filmed a video I know, video we just filmed it. the whole video about this. It'll it be on great. Sarah's YouTube channel. But we're live now, so we can well, answer your should questions. Should I just give my hot takes? Hot takes. Sarah's hot takes. Hot takes. Tokyo Disneyland is exactly like Disney World, except slightly elevated. Big Band Beat at Tokyo Disney Sea. Not all it's cracked up to be. But pretty good if you're not Sarah. And uh, when people say Tokyo Disney Sea is the best Disney park, they mean the best themed and detailed Disney park. Yes, it is the most immersive park by far. It, I mean, no other park can hold a candle in terms of sheer construction uh, and and production. That park wins. But when it comes to rides, Shanghai has the two best still. Uh, and when it comes to overall ride experience, you're probably going to want to go to Disney World because you have the most variety. Disney Tokyo is basically Disneyland with polish. Um, and Disney Sea has a couple of e-tickets. Um, but uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth is cars with scary monsters. Yeah, it's like one second of cars. One second of cars. <laughs> yeah, it's not even that long. Um, but but as a whole, it's my favorite park, I think. I think it. I think it wins in that sort of category because what what Japan does better than all the other parks, I believe, is st- is storytelling, which is why you go to Disney parks. Um, they're very good at making you feel immersed in the story. They're really good at making you understand what's happening as you're about to get on the ride. You really feel like you're being slowly dipped into that universe, and then you get to go on the ride and experience it, and then boom, back to reality, live your dreams. Um, but uh, hot takes, yeah. What what else was? Um, was was a uh, was a highlight. Oh, uh, Air, uh, Atlantica, hmm. m- probably my favorite land at a Disney park. Uh, I think it is the most beautifully construct- constructed and aesthetically pleasing park. We went back just to walk through it several times. When, um, when was uh, Disney Sea opened? What, fifteen years ago. Yeah, fifteen. Okay. <laughs> um, when was Cars Land opened? A couple years, like five. Two thousand twelve. Because I feel like one, and and I know Pandora, you guys have said, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is just super detailed and super it is. Be- immersive. So I feel like as Disney has been incorporating, uh, I would say immersive though. Really? What? Pandora. Really? Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like I'm leaving Earth when I go into Pandora. I think it's beautiful, but I don't think it's as immersive as like the lands at Tokyo. Like. You thought it was immersive? Well, I think if you're talking about queues leading up to the attraction, uh, uh, that Flight land, of Passage is an exceptional job. Flight the of land. Passage is, to- yeah, you're, you, yes, Flight of Passage does an excellent job. But the whole, the world, like the Pandora area as a whole, I feel like when you're outside, it's just like really cool. You know? It just no, makes me. It makes me really excited for Star Wars Land mm-hmm. because yes. with the amount of detail that, like, in like the past twenty years, let's say that Disney has put into immersion and just their parks as they've added onto their parks, I just feel like it's Star Wars Land is just going to be out of this world. Mm. <laughs> uh, well, here, here's my issue with Pandora. Uh, it's it's a jungle planet. And then you're walking on concrete and seeing gift stores. So, like, it, it doesn't quite... But the concrete has all the stuff in it. No, no, no. The, the, the way they stylize the land is amazing. 
But in terms of immersion, like Ariel's Grotto is like killer or Atlantica. Yeah, but how can you the say volcano. you have a problem with a how can you have a problem with a gift shop when in Ariel's Grotto you go into a whale's mouth? A whale's mouth. You go into a whale's mouth and then it's just a store. There's yeah. nothing in there that looks like a yes, whale's mouth. Literally, you're in the rib cage of the whale, and then there's a sunken ship, and the merchandise is on the sunken ship. It's just like Pandora, Pandora is supposed to look kind of like a marketplace. Yeah, but it has like a Disney Visitor Center vibe to it. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's not nearly as immersive as like any of the lands at Disney Sea. I mean, look at the Arabian Nights land. Like, there's ships washed up on the shore. They built a shore to have ships washed up. And then, like, you walk into, like, the Agrabah Market, and you don't see, you don't see, like, the, the metal drinking fountains like you do in Pandora. Like, why? Yeah, but Pandora's supposed to be half, like, humans have built, like, I know, stations. But it doesn't feel like, like we built an exploration center in the middle of a jungle. It feels like we put jungle stuff around Disney buildings. Okay, okay. okay that's, okay, that's how I feel okay, about okay. it. That's just my opinion. I mean, I still think it's a beautiful land. I do think it has a high level of immersion in production, but I mean, it's not complete to me. You know? Anyway, at the end of Fantasmic, Mickey goes, imagination. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, we were waiting <laughs> for him to go, some imagination. Obviously. Uh-huh. And, then, and then when he does it, you just, Sarah and I weren't even next to each other. We just leaned forward on the rails and we're like, uh. <laughs> and then the rest of the trip was imagination. Ha ha, ha ha, Um, what else? Any anything else stand out to you in particular? Well, I mean, we could obviously talk about it for like thirty minutes. Right. Does anybody have any questions? I'm going to go through here. Everyone, they had a lot of questions. Best parade, best food. Do they have churros? Best character. Oh my god, you brought some of those. Bu- I saw you. I was pe- going to bring you one. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think they'll be good next week? Mm. Damn they it! I will, I, will come, in the I will come to your house okay. to get one. I'll yeah, put them in the freezer. Deli- they're delicious. I'm they put are. Them in the freezer they are. Tonight. They are the best Disney snack I've ever had. Melon bread. Melon bread. Mike was asking melon bread. Uh, the churros are thinner and shorter than they are at Disneyland. And Mickey shaped. And Mickey shaped, which is a plus one. But I don't think they're quite as good. They're not quite as cinnamony and well, nothing is as sweet. Um, well, they're not as doughy because they're thinner. Right, because they're thinner. So they're, so they're crunchy. Crunchy. Um, but you know best, what we liked. The potato churro. Potato churro was so weird. It was like you were eating a churro that tasted like a hot dog. It's it was not, cooked next to a hot dog with seasoning on it. <laughs> it's literally, someone says Shanghai versus Tokyo video. It's like you can't even. You can't compare We did two. it a little bit in the video that will go up on my channel, but mm-hmm. it's like, it's, they're not sim- like. They're not comparable. Yeah. It's tough because Shanghai is pretty limited. It's a brand new park. And then you've got Tokyo that's been around for 15 years. And. 35 years for the main one. Uh, 35 years for the main one, yeah. And it's just, uh, I mean, it's just different. It's not the same kind of, first of all, way more, it's bigger. It just felt, it feels huge. What's, what, because I know a lot of the issues that they were complaining about, the Shanghai one was just like the crowd. Like oh, so, Japan is so just not Japan's like culture is very different. Um, everyone's very respectful of everyone else's space. They're a very, like, socially aware people. Like, they're very aware of, like, their, their space that they take up. Uh, it's a you-first culture. And then uh, they're amazing cures. They're, like, the best cures, I've, like, next to the British, probably. Like, they are just amazing at forming lines and uniformity. Like, we were talking about the shows when people are preparing for the shows. Without any prompting, without any, like, seating charts or anything like that, people just start sitting in rows. Like clear rows, so you can so you can still walk between them. Everything's in groups of two, so there's space still. It's organized. Like everybody's just so 
they're just so considerate towards everyone else's experience there. Where in Shanghai, it's much more of like the me experience. Like Disneyland, you get a lot of that too, where it's much more about like my experience, I'm bumping into people because I got to get to where I got to go. In, in Japan, you don't experience that because culturally, that's just not how they are. Yeah. So it creates a much more pleasant, easygoing park experience, in my opinion. So bad. Oh, it was, it was unreal. Best popcorn flavor, Sarah, take it away. I liked milk chocolate the best. That's pretty basic. It was really good. There, it was all really good. I liked every flavor I tried. Blueberry tasted like fruity pebbles. It, was good. it did taste like it's so weird because we were eating it. And I'm like, mm, and Sarah goes, in cereal. <laughs> and I'm like, fruity pebbles. <laughs> I like how Sarah doesn't just tell you. She's like, read a book. She's just like, <laughs> she says it at, an, at the opposite direction, just like, she just gives you a little hint, let you get you yeah, there. She get whispers there it into the it's really universe. Really sweet of her. She's sweet. Um, you have to work for it. <laughs> their Tower of Terror is so good. All right, let's talk about Infinity War now. Infinity War. Okay, spoiler alert. Spoilers. From this spoilers. point forward, if you have not seen Infinity War and you would like to dodge spoilers, we know how critical that is in this world. If that's the case, you can tune out now. Thank you for watching. Get we'll out. see you next week. If you're going to stay. Welcome. You've been warned. Welcome to and our I'm about reality. to. I'm going to scream what I almost screamed earlier. <laughs> yes. Really soon. Uh, so you've been warned. Five, four, three, two, one. Bye. Spoiler time. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, how is Brie Larson going to be in scenes with Tom Hiddleston? Because Loki dead. No, she's not going to be. Oh, because of that. Yeah. <laughs> Loki um, dead. Yeah. I was just saying that I got to see her next to an Avenger character. Um, but there's production photos from Avengers 4 and Tom Hiddleston is in them. Yeah, well, I'm sure everyone's coming. Oh, wait, wait, really? Are you sure about Could be a flashback. Could be a flashback. Why? Um, no, that was some big news. It's <laughs> a big news, yeah. Oh, uh, remember, when, uh, remember when Mark Ruffalo ruined it? Yeah. Did you uh, see that? What, at D23? Oh my, yeah, yeah, no, showed I, showed, I showed him that yeah, last night when he was me. at uh, my place. I was like, and he was just like, what? And like at the beginning of the video, too, they were just talking to John Cheadle and stuff. And they're just like, <laughs> Don Cheadle's Don so Cheadle annoyed. Don Cheadle was like, and I was like, was Mark Ruffalo on something that he just like literally just, ah, wait till you see the next one. Don Everybody like, does. He's like, Mark, just move on. Stop trying to make it better. <laughs> just stop trying to make it better. Um, oh. If you guys haven't seen this video, it's from D23. It is from I, I posted on my Facebook wall. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll tweet it out too. Uh, but yeah, it's it's hilarious. I'll tweet it out right now. It's so yeah. funny. Lindsay's making a really good point, and it's something that I was thinking the whole time. And Sarah and I, we we talked about it immediately after. It's unfortunate that none of the events in the movies have any real stakes for a few reasons. Because one, we're so tuned in to what's happening on the production side that we like we're like. Um, there's going to be a Spider-Man 2. There's also going to be Black Panther 2. They're not, they can't be dead. Uh, secondly, the time stone ruins everything because no matter what you can, like the whole movie, I was thinking like, when you see it, when Thanos is alone, it's kind of like messed up. Does it even work? Yeah. You can see it like, it's like, it's like charred and and gross, but that's not, but the, the, the stones, the stones mean, are intact, but right. the gauntlet, which well, lets used, you use all of them, could be broken. But they really only need the time stone. Um, the, the the what I was yeah yeah what I was saying was at any point in the movie I was like like everyone keeps talking about destroying stones, but they can just use the time stone. And then I realized like oh it's because nobody watched Doctor Strange. <laughs> Literally one of the plots of Doctor Strange is no matter what happens you can reverse it. So um, 
Yeah, the time stone kind of screws up that content. I love all the people bit. being like, oh my god, Thanos. Like, if you have the reality stone, why don't you just, like, make a reality where there's enough resources for any everybody? Yeah, and then he's like, <laughs> the universe has finite well, resources. And I, so I was really kind of, like, the the death besides Loki, which, but I don't I don't think Loki's coming back. I, so I was, like, trying to figure out, okay, which of these people could potentially come back? Pre-snap like, deaths, as yeah, Issa is calling I them. Think, I think anybody who, it was a snap death, I think they can all come back. And uh-huh. then I was really concerned about Gamora, because my roommate was like Gamora's definitely dead she's for sure Uh, dead mm. but then I looked up Gamora's story in the comic books and at one point in the comic books Gamora gets killed but then her soul goes into the The soul soul stone and then it's when it releases she's able to take another body and then turn it back into right. It's possible that like him sacrificing her for the soul stone just like put her into it's the soul stone. That's what I think back. Yeah. yeah. Also, if you have a reality altering stone that can make anything, why can't you just bring her back? Uh, anyway. Um, also, uh, let's not count anybody out because if Red Skull can come back, which how was a dope cannon. Wait, how did he die um, at the so end So we of... were watching a, a We watched, a we watched um, he gets, Avenger. Yeah. He gets, um, he dies because he grabs the Tesseract with his bare hands and the Tesseract sucks him out of the universe or whatever. So he never actually dies. He just gets beamed out of existence and now we know where he gets beamed to. He gets beamed to be mm. the guardian of the Soul Stone. Weird. But awesome. Because um, it was like everybody came back in the end, which I thought was really, really cool. Um, Vision is also not dead. You don't think so? No. Shuri backed up enough of his consciousness that he'll be I, I, I'm with you on that. Because why do that plot? What if, here's, okay, so I have a weird feeling that Vision is going to come back as uh, the white Vision. There's so in the comics, vision. yeah, it's backwards. So in the comics, Vision used, was, used to be white. He was like he, he kind of looked like the Silver Surfer with a cape, mm-hmm. and then later on he he gets like a different design, and he becomes the red, green, yellow version of Vision. Wait, no, 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 I don't think so. Uh, wasn't he bad for a little while? Vision was bad when he was white, I think, and then he becomes good when he joins the Avengers, and then he becomes the well, that's yellow he's, green. He's ult, he's Ultron. Like yeah, but not in the not in the Ultron. not in the comics though. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, which I thought was a cool twist. Like it made Vision cool because Vision's never been a, like top tier well and like it's very strange to me like it was really kind of cool to see the scarlet witch and vision kind of take a, a step up as like somewhat like they, they had a pretty like main storyline like we followed their story through the beginning to the end of the movie unlike a lot of the other avengers who just kind of came in randomly mm. um their story was definitely Wait, a vision and scarlet Witch. well they which came we in never through get. the avengers so we never got like an isolated vi- vision or uh, uh, Scarlet Witch story. We just got their story well, in previous in the things, midst. but in this movie we did because we got their standalone. I mean, we start on them. That they are the reason right. we get Cap back. We get well, yeah, uh, yeah. But what I mean is, like, they've only ever been side stories in yes. uh, another film. Yes. They've never had their own standalone true story, right? So it's kind of interesting. Like everything we know about those two characters comes through either Avengers movies or Captain America movies. Yeah, uh, which which. Same you could say with Black Widow. Which is why it was very interesting that they were such a pivotal part of this right. film. And I also agree. made me really kind of angry because I was like, yo, Scarlet Witch, like, if you think, just let him die. I, I'm sorry, but there were so mm. many There were so many times where I was like, just let him die. I was like, just let you die. You're literally wasting, you're killing everybody else you and know, I get it. Yeah. So here's an interesting. And also Peter Quill, what? they almost had the gauntlet off of Thanos' hand, you dumb. 
mom. So here's a fun one. Um, in the X-Men universe, because Scarlet Witch is actually from the X-Men, but she's been an Avenger, so that, that was a weird little copyright dispute. And since they can't use the word mutant in any Marvel films, mm-hmm. they just said that they're like gifted or whatever. Um, they're just metahumans. But in the, in the X-Men universe, Scarlet Witch, because she has like these weird psychic powers and stuff like that, she gets like like a migraine. I don't know. She gets like sick or whatever and or something happens with her psychically and she accidentally uh, wills out of existence because she can also alter reality. She wills out of existence like all the mutants except for like a handful of mutants. So she's basically like Thanos' storyline in the X-Men universe where all mutants cease to exist except for like the X-Men that were with her at the time. I just never realized she was as powerful as she yeah, was. Yeah, she's like, like she's that, that was kind of a Omega. She's an Omega me. class yeah. mutant, yeah. But not in this. In this she has more like telekinetic powers and you know, it's like they but altered her is powers she, a little bit. Is she Magneto's daughter? Not that's, in this. I know, but that's like her... But the, in, yeah, she's... She's her and Quicksilver are Magneto's kids in the X Men universe, but this isn't the X Men universe. It's more like the Ultimate. It's very confusing. It's very confusing. Very. Um, anyway, I want to go off a little bit. Go. Why is I'm just like, okay, stop being so sad. Everyone's like, this is the saddest. I'm broken. I'm broken. My world will never be the same. How dare they do this to my heart? It's fine. Everything's fine. It's like, just a movie. No, not even that, but it's like, we know they're all going to be fine. Trust Doctor Strange, guys. He literally said right before he died, he's like, this is the only way. And he said there was one way that they could win. It's going to be fine. I was like, do not give me this elongated, drawn out Peter Parker death when he's the most insured to survive. Yeah, for sure. That was like, real how can dramatic, you even? Though. Everyone's like, oh my God. I'm so sorry. Yeah, like everyone's like posting that everywhere, like, oh my God, my heart. And I'm like, why? Why are you sad? You know, it's not permanent. And it's and the same. Like, but what if, what if it's Miles Morales now? I'm like, they're not going to get like, rid of Tom I Holland. get that it's sad to watch people die, but like, the like there's nothing actually really yes. happening. It, the stakes are not what's important. The only thing we actually have to look forward to is how they're going to fix it. Because you know, the anime. I know. We know it's going to. We know happen. it's. Gonna, we, we know. We journey. already know. And it's like we know that Doctor Strange said there's a one in fourteen million six hundred and five chance that they survive it. And he's and he said it's the only way, Tony. Right. Meaning that he's everything that's happening is unfolding in that way that that one. I love what Leo said where he's like, if he can see every outcome, then there's technically infinite, infinite possibilities of them failing and infinite possibilities of them surviving. He yeah. just only happened to see one. He only one, saw one. It which just, is not going to, everyone yeah. is like, no, there was only one possible way. Now, no, there are more than one. If there's infinite possibilities <laughs> and there are an infinite amount of them that are also correct, like the math. That's just that's what infinity the word, means. That's, that's what infinity means. Everyone's um, like, it's still sad. It's... It's, it's sad. Like sad. It, it, no, because it's only because sad if sad. he's dead, and it's, he's not. It's sad to the characters in the movie who don't know. Right, but, but to we us, are not it's the characters. not sad. I really... So, so credit to... Speaking of sadness and speaking of emotions, credit to this this film, the writing in this film, dealing with this many leads, this many... Um, oh, that is Amazing superheroes. And, and, and the story they gave us, I thought it was the perfect amount of fun, of action, of, of like, of emotion. Well, we got, we got the great... character stuff in between the action with interaction, which is what Marvel does the best. Yeah. Interactions are the best. The, I mean, do. I just want Thor to be in the next, in Guardians Volume 3, so bad. I want so Thor bad. in everything. He was the best <laughs> character in this movie. 
movie. <laughs> Thanos was great. He's number two, though. Thor steals the show. Chris Hemsworth, as an actor, has, I mean, I'll I say know, this. You have a man crush I, on Chris I do, but I, I really respect him. Like, Who if you look it? at how green he was in Thor 1, and you look at his behavior in Ragnarok, I mean... I mean, look at his behavior in Ghostbusters. That's not the same actor. This this guy mm-hmm. has figured out his formula. You know what I mean? Well, it's also he kind of had to. I mean, he was the pretty boy. He kind of yeah, had yeah. to follow and own his stereotype for until people started trusting him, and then he could start make you know doing being riskier and showing them this other side. Mm-hmm. I think this was always this always was there, but yeah. I think it just he got to a point of his career where he's like. Screw it! I can do this now. Roger, uh, Roger in the chat is 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 just talking about death a lot and how Luke Skywalker is also not going to stay dead because he's going to come back as a Force ghost. Like nobody truly I'm sorry. dies. I just like everyone's like it's still sad to watch your faves die, and I'm like I don't know they're my faves too, and it wasn't. Sad. It's just like I just know that they're not. Dead. I understand that a lot of people. First of all, someone's like they didn't even like people didn't know there was a second movie coming out. There's that people. That's don't, the problem. That's people, what I'm saying. People our, don't know that there's more Spider-Man movies. Our disadvantage out. is knowing production. I, know. I get that. For those people, it's probably really sad. But I, for all of you who watch Disney News Weekly, if you're in this sad. chat right now, like, what's what, why are you sad? I really thought though when Tony got stabbed. Yeah, it was. Like, I, I, I like that was when the smart. entire the next the one entire, he's really gone. Yeah, yeah. He's really dead. The next that is one. a smart move. That but is a smart. The move. entire theater goes. <gasps> Like, you could just hear, and I saw the movie twice within 12 hours, and so, like, I was really, like, looking at those parts to see how everybody else reacted. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, Now I can't wait for the next one, because the the next one's deaths will be for real. Well, whoever is dead is dead, right? And and it's going to be interesting to see how they pass the torch, like, what's the new gen of Marvel movies. Um, I know, so going back real quick to that thing you were saying, well, why can't Thanos just make more resources? That was a major flaw for me until I realized, like, I'm like... He could come. He can bend reality. He can come up with a million other alternatives. He mm-hmm. can create a second planet Earth if he wants to, and then like that way, instead of killing half, just move half to another he planet. Can shrink them all. But then I remembered. Oh yeah, but he's a psychopath. Yeah, and like point. logic stops at that point. He saw one solution because of his trauma and was ab- unable to see past it. That's the thing I like about the Marvel universe. As much as you try to imp- like just force logic into the equation, there's always. How cool a was one Squidward? in fourteen million and six oh five chance. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't Squidward. Squidward. The mall was my favorite part of the movie. He was like him and Thor were my my, my two he shiny beacons. He was so cool. FYI, for those of you asking, Avengers four comes out exactly one year from now. Yeah, and they we are them. getting Ant Man and the Wasp next month, right? Yes. Uh, yes. And by the way, and that takes Captain place. Marvel. Captain Marvel also comes out before Avengers 4. Yes. Uh, and Atman and Wasp, for those of you wondering, takes place right before the events of Infinity War. Well, yeah, it takes place during Civil War. During Civil War. Um, and uh, so um, we're all hoping that at the end of Ant Man and the Wasp, they're like, we did it. And, and then, then they just like, disintegrate. Oh my God, that would be amazing. Thanos steps on him. <laughs> I don't think they will because they're also in the Avengers four set photos. So let's uh, let's let's do some closing <laughs> thoughts here. What was your favorite moment in Infinity War? When Rocket says, "I'm gonna get that arm." <laughs> oh, I, I'm no, when Thor comes in. Arm. When Thor comes in Save with the, the hammer, and yeah. he's just like, "Nice hair. You got a haircut." He goes, "Oh, you've copied, copied my, my beard." beard. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks at what is it? He looks to um, um, Black Widow, and he's just like, "It's my hair color." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he's such a cocky little shit. You think Shuri will be the new Iron Man? I also think Shuri will be the new Iron Man. I hope so. Is it Iron Heart? Iron Heart, yeah. I know that she's not Riri Williams, but I don't care. Right. I want her to be. I want her to be because I like her so much. Yeah. Um, That moment when she just like jukes Bruce Banner. Oh, she's just like. I'm just like. 
girl. She right. she only got one line really in the entire movie, and she just that owned was it. It, it was a burn. She, yeah. yeah, it was a sick burn. Give, you, give your guys his final thoughts. Oh, oh, final thoughts. So you like the rocket moment? Um, um, oof! I just like any interaction with Thor, Rocket, and Groot. Like those were really fun. But I love the fight on Titan when the in the moment where uh, Doctor Strange goes through the iris and just like takes that fight over and yeah. then just gets slapped. Oh, that part. I, ah. I love when uh, Peter is on, it's, it's Peter, Doctor Strange, and Iron Man, and Iron Man's just like, the adults are talking right now, and the, but Peter's the one who had the idea to yeah. actually defeat Squidward, I, and it was an alien reference, and it was just oh, like, oh, yeah, so yeah. I was like, yes! Those, all of those moments, oh, like when like when Star-Lord and Thor, he starts copying Thor's voice. Oh my god, that, like, that whole sequence. This is how sequence. I speak. <laughs> just, like, Don't touch his muscles! <laughs> Marvel, they're uh, brilliant at taking like very serious moments and adding little lighthearted moments in it that don't take you out, right? Like that's what gives it that color, that Marvel mm-hmm. Universe flair that DC just still hasn't capitalized on yeah. yet. But those are our moments. Um, uh, we're out of time, but I, I would love to keep talking about this with you guys on social media. So Die blanket um, of death. I want to know your favorite moments in Infinity War. So tweet at uh, me, at Leo Zombie, and then uh, also at the Popcorn Talk. Make sure you tweet at them too so we can all be part of the discussion. Where can they tweet at you guys so that we can continue this? Sarah Sterling underscore. Sarah Sterling underscore. Uh, at Keaton Markey. Underscore. And I did tweet Keaton out the, uh, the video of when uh, Mark Ruffalo ruins oh, Infinity War. So just if you if you go to my Twitter and follow Careful me. Careful. Yes. Oh, my God. Drax's invisibility technique. That was funny. Get out of here with that. So good. Uh, we love you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel so you can keep up with all of the different shows here on Popcorn Talk Network. And tune in next week. We'll be back with more Disney News Weekly. Whee! Later, guys. Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. Views expressed herein are those of the hosts only, and not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.